Lift your two hands with me, everyone joining this service today. Lift the name of Jesus up in your home, in your heart, wherever you may be right now joining this service. Father, we thank you and we bless your name. We thank you, the God of all flesh, the God with whom all things are possible. We yield this moment to you and we ask that you have your way in every life, have your way in every heart. Breathe upon your word today and let it minister grace to every hearer. Let no one be the same again and let your name be glorified in all that we say and do in the precious name of the Lord Jesus. And everyone says a believing amen. Praise God. Praise God. Such a pleasure uh, to come your way again in this service today. I believe that God has packaged this for your lifting, for your glorification, and for your edification. I want you to call everyone around you who must be a part of our service today. Call them and tell them that the service is on. Send somebody a WhatsApp, WhatsApp message. Call somebody on the phone. And uh, if you are in the house and there are people with you, please call them in and let them be a partaker of this service. I want to uh, welcome everyone joining us from different parts of the world, uh, from right here in Lagos, Nigeria, to different parts of Nigeria, other countries around Africa, in Europe, in the, great, uh, in the UK, uh, North America, uh, and different parts of the world. We welcome you very, very specially. We believe that the service of today will be a blessing to you. So you take distractions away from you as we dig into the word of God today. The Bible says that he sent his word and his, he, his word heals them and delivers them from all of their troubles. And that's what's going to be your testimony as you partake of this service wholeheartedly looking unto Jesus who is the author and the finisher of our faith. Uh, we've been on a time of fasting. And I hope you have been enjoying the fast. And if you have not joined us, you can still join us, join us as we get into a new week. It's like, uh, 21 days of fasting, which we have tagged fortified. And uh, we've been having a great time. It's been a great time of refreshing. We've been praying like twice a day. Uh, you can join us once or twice. I'm going to say a bit more about that at the end of the message. Now, the word that God has given us for this year is greater. And I know that you have been meditating on that word. You have been meditating on Agai chapter 2 from verse 6 uh, to, to, to 10. You've been thinking about what God has said to us this year. And I know in your meditations, one of the challenging questions that you may have on your mind is how am I going to be greater, especially in the area of uh, supply and provision? What does it have in mind for me concerning how my needs are going to be met? How do I move from not enough to more than enough, and how do I move from more than enough uh, to living in complete abundance? How does somebody listening to me today move from uh, not having a job to having to pick from three or four jobs, or somebody moving from not having a job to becoming an employer of labor? How can somebody be uh, or move from being uh, uh, an employee to becoming an employer? That's what I'm talking about today. How can you be move from being a dependent to somebody who people depend on and you are faithful and you are being a blessing to other people? I've titled this message, Pressing into Abundance. Can you see after me say in 2021, I'm pressing into abundance. Everyone in the chat room, I wanted to go ahead and, and just type it out there. Say 2021, I'm pressing into abundance. I've titled this, Pressing into into abundance, pressing into abundance. You know, Agai chapter 2, verse 6 there, the Bible says, For thus says the Lord of hosts, once more, a, a, a little while, I will shake 
the, 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 the heavens, I will shake uh, the, the earth, I will shake the sea, and shake the dry ground. That, that's what the, the word says. And he said, uh, I will shake all nations, and they shall come to the desire of all nations, and I will fill this temple with glory, says the Lord of us. You know, we have emphasized that when God is shaking the heavens and the earth, when God is shaking everything, that is shaking is for your favor. The shaking is being done on your behalf. The scripture says here that it will lead to your glory. And anytime you see the word glory in the scriptures, uh, one of the things that it connotes is wealth or abundance. Wealth or abundance, that's, that's one of the things that it connotes. Time will not permit me today, so I don't digress, uh, or, you know, for going deeper into what the word glory uh, portends. It portends a strong presence of God. And the Bible says in the presence of God, there is fullness of joy. And at his right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. So the glory of God speaks to the things that make life easier. It speaks to the abundance of all good things. That's what it speaks to. So when God says, my glory is going to be upon your life this year, it's going to be greater glory, it means that something must happen to you and I that we start to think of how to move further in the area of divine provision. That's why I said, I've titled this sharing today, Pressing into Abundance. Somebody this season is moving from, <laughs> uh, you know, the middle class life into the life of real abundance. Somebody's moving uh, from, you know, everything being on credit to God blessing you enough that your investments can pay your bills without you get going into any form of credit. I know uh, that, 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 that in the credit-driven economy, uh, uh, your credit rating is what they look at before you can afford many things. Somebody who's had a very bad credit, I pray for you this season, this 2021, this is the year uh, that, that there's going to be a reversal for you in the name of Jesus. Somebody's credit rating is going to go up like never before this year. Uh, the things that you have not been able to venture into before, this is the year that my God will open the heavens over your life, give you divine ideas to escape anything that has held you down financially in the name of the Lord Jesus. Glory be to God. I said, glory be to Jesus. So, God said, you are my temple. The temple of God is no longer a location. It is now his people. It's now his people. And his glory is coming upon you this season. And I need to also understand that the promise of this season is beyond recovery or restoration. God is not just restoring the former. He is making the glory of the latter to exceed, to exceed the, 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 the you know, uh, uh, the, 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 the former glory. The glory of the latter to go beyond that of the former glory. God wants you to increase in influence and affluence. Can I say that one more time? God wants you to increase uh, both in affluence and influence. That's what he wants. He wants you to increase both in affluence and influence. Because that influence is what he needs. The kingdom of God, the Bible says like a yeast. When you put it in a dough, it spreads through it. When, as a child of God, you gain a higher level of influence, what happens is that you can influence more people into the kingdom of God. Though we live in a time where people want to be rich for just being rich. 
They're not thinking about the kingdom of God when they think about being rich. Today, as we teach about pressing into abundance, I want you to have the right mindset about it. This is not about you being able to show off, show off to your neighbor. This is not about you trying to prove a point to your mother-in-law or your father-in-law. No. This is about the kingdom of God and about what God wants to use you for in these end times. Because God wants to show his glory through your life. That's why poverty cannot hang around your life. Lack can no longer hang around your life. The hand of God is coming upon you this season, launching you into your next level. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Somebody say a better amen at that point. Praise God. I said praise God. Now, when it comes to pressing into abundance, I'm going to deal with three specific things. But before I get into that, I want us to read the story of Isaac in Genesis 26 from verse 1. Genesis 26 from verse 1, there was a famine in the days of Isaac. That's what the scripture says. There was a famine in the land beside the famine that happened in the days of Abraham. This was a famine tailor-made uh, for God to be able to prove himself in the life of Isaac and the people who lived then and who lived in a covenant with God. So, every generation will experience its own famine. I saw a video clip recently where it said if you were born in 1900, uh, it meant that you would have, you know, gone through uh, the First World War, and then by 1918 or so, after the First World War, the Spanish flu came in, and then other things came in, and then the Second World War, uh, the, the, the Nazis and, you know, all that, the, the number of people who died, uh, and all those kind of things. Every generation will go through certain difficulties. That's what we see here from Genesis 26. But God keeps proving himself in every generation. And God is proving himself in our generation also. So this COVID-19 pandemic uh, still rattling different parts of the world. Many parts of the world are, are still on lockdown all around Europe. The, the United Kingdom on full lockdown right now and many other parts of the world. But I needed to understand that this one too shall come. It has come to pass. Because very soon it's going to become story. A story. It's going to become part of our history. The Bible says in the days of Isaac there was another famine. It was different from the famine that happened in the days of Abraham. It will be uh, foolishness for Isaac to think that famine was a new thing. So recession is not a new thing. In my own nation here in Nigeria, they've said, oh, this nation is in a recession. Many other nations of the world uh, are also in a recession right now. It's not a new thing. Yeah. God has his way around whatever is happening in your nation, in your city, per time. But one thing happened here. The Bible says that Isaac went to Abimelech, the king of the Philistines, Genesis 26 and verse 1. He went to Abimelech, the king of the Philistines in Gera. And verse 2, uh, Then the Lord appeared to him and said, Do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land of which I shall tell you. God was telling Isaac here, and I want everybody to listen to this, <laughs> That it is time for you, Isaac, to live according to my own divine direction for you. Location is very important if you are going to press into abundance. Location is very important. Your location is very important. It's very important. 
if you want to press into abundance. God said, I don't know what you saw in Egypt, Isaac, but my blessing is not in Egypt. Yeah. My blessing is not in Egypt. Stay in Gera uh, with Abimelech, uh, the, 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 uh, the king of Gera. This is where I'm going to pour out my favor upon your life. So, God appeared to him and said, don't go to Egypt. Stay and live here in, the, in this land. Verse 3, the Bible says, uh, uh, it says, dwell in this land and I will be with you and bless you for, uh, and bless you for to you and your descendants I will give all this land and I will perfect the holds which I saw to Abraham, your father. And I will make your descendants, verse 4, I will make your descendants multiply as the stars of heaven. I will give to your descendants all this land and your seed and all the uh, your in your seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed he said and it's nothing but because abraham obeyed me abraham obeyed me he obeyed my voice kept my charge and my commandment my statutes and my laws the bible says in verses so isaac dwelt in gera isaac was dwelling in gera in obedience to the word of God, because location, the blessing of God, most often uh, will be location sensitive. Yeah, location sensitive. Your allocation is in your God-ordained location. Can I say that one more time? Your allocation is in your God-ordained location. So when you step out of a divine location, you may miss out of your allocation. And as we go into this season, not just 2021, but beyond. As there's, uh, 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 the shaking continues around the world, people will become restless. Yeah, people will become restless. People want to just move. People want to just do their own thing. And God is saying that my blessing for you is location sensitive. It's location sensitive. Uh, Isaiah 48, verse 17, it says, Thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, the only one of Israel, I am the Lord your God who teaches you to profit, who leads you by the way you should go. God said, I'm the one who teaches you to profit. Don't forget we're talking about pressing into abundance. God said, I'm the one who teaches you to profit and leads you in the way that you ought to go. So there are places that I may not lead you. If you go there, there may not be profiting there. That's what I need somebody to understand today. Isaac stayed in Gera, in the place where God has ordained for him. Also, it's important to note that when you stay in the place that God has ordained for you, God covers you with his favor. He covers you with his favor. He covers you with his favor. Because what happened with Isaac uh, was that he was still living in doubt. You know, you get it, sometimes you are working in faith, but you are still, you still have a bit of fear and, and unbelief in your heart. You're following God's instruction, but you are doing it afraid. Isaac was still doing this afraid. Somebody this year, uh, even if you are going to do it afraid, keep following divine instruction. Keep following divine instruction. Isaac was literally doing this afraid. How, how do I mean? Isaac got into uh, 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 Gera and they said, Who, Who's this babe beside you? He said, in his heart, uh, uh, this woman is too fine. It's, she's too beautiful. If I, if I mention that she's my wife, somebody may just get angry and take her from me. And then she said, it's my sister. 
Something like that. And you know his father Abraham also did the same. So I think it's a generational thing. <laughs> One day, Abimelech was looking through the window. I don't know what he was looking at. And it looks like Isaac's apartment did not have curtains <laughs> and window blinds. <laughs> so he was able to see the way the man was caressing his wife. And I know that word was used mildly there. Uh, there are places that, let me not go into it, but there are places that it looks like Isaac was touching that convinced Abimelech that, ah, ah, brothers and sisters don't touch themselves like this. This man must have told us a lie. <laughs> yeah, uh, the Bible says in verse 8, now it came to pass when he had been there a long time that Abimelech, king of uh, the Philistines, looked through a window and saw and there was Isaac showing endearment to Rebekah, his wife. One translation, I think NLT, says he was caressing his wife. And by the kind of moves he was making, the man concluded, yes, yes, NLT, New Living Translation says Isaac was caressing Rebekah. I saw Isaac caressing Rebekah. And immediately the man said, ah, no, 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 no. This is, this is, this is, Anshek uh, uh, is going beyond the elbow here. Uh, cut the long story short, they realized that Isaac lied to them. And even in the midst of that, Abimelech said, now that we have discovered that this man is with his wife, nobody should touch his wife and nobody should touch him. The favor of God continues to work in his life. When you are where God has positioned you to be, even in your unfaithfulness, God remains faithful. Can I get an amen to that? Yeah, God remains faithful, even in your own unfaithfulness. And then from that point, uh, God started to bless Isaac. Started to bless Isaac. Can, can, can you uh, uh, go, go on to verse 10? Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, Abimelech charged the people and said do, do, nobody should touch him and all that. Uh, but the Bible talks about what happened afterwards in verse 12 of Genesis 26. In verse 12 of Genesis 26, the Bible says that uh, uh, Isaac sowed in that land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. Verse 13 says, And the man began to prosper, and continued prospering, until he became very prosperous. See the progression there. This was Isaac trying to run to Egypt. And all of a sudden, what happened? God started to work in his life, as he became sensitive to divine location, Secondly, he became sensitive to association. And thirdly, he became sensitive to the seeds that God wanted him to sow. If you were part of our New Year's Eve service, I mentioned the three imperatives to working in uh, uh, greater grace, greater glory, and greater influence in 2021. You have to be sensitive to the location, the place where God wants you to be. In this case, God told Isaac, stay don't go to Egypt, stay in Gera. Also, the God told him, you will be with Abimelech here in Gera. And the favor of God rested upon him uh, because he was sensitive to location, to association. But also the Bible says in verse 12 there that Isaac started to press in with his seed. Sometimes your, your seed is, is, is beyond uh, uh, what you sow in the ground in terms of uh, money. Sometimes your seed is beyond that. I need you to understand, Isaac sowed in the land and reaped a hundredfold in the same year. It, in those days, it was the agrarian age. This time, your seed may be your skill. 
your divine abilities, your creativity, your capacity for innovation. You know, at the New Year's Eve service that spoke about digging ditches and borrowing vessels. Those are actions that we take uh, uh, for us to create room for God to fill. So when you sow, when and where God asks you to sow, a harvest is guaranteed. A harvest is surely guaranteed. God can overrule the forces of nature to fulfill his promise in your life. Can I say that one more time? God can overrule the forces of favor or the forces of nature to fulfill his promise in your life and cause his favor to rest upon you when you are sensitive to the things that he wants you to be sensitive to. So what am I saying? This year, be sensitive, again I'm saying, to your location, to your association. And be sensitive to the kind of seed, the soil where you sow your seed, and the kind of seed that you are sowing. Uh, God wants to pour out his grace upon you like never before. Even, I mean, you know, in the life of Isaac here, when you read further, the Bible says in verse 13, for instance, that the man became, you know, began to prosper and continued prospering until he became very prosperous. Verse 14, the Bible says, for he had possession of flocks, possession of herds, and a great number of servants, so the Philistines envied him. There's a, there's, there's a lesson from the story of Isaac here, in the sense that sometimes, we feel that when there's hostility in the place, it means that God is not there. And it's not always true. Sometimes God wants you to be in, in, in a situation where uh, there's a tension that will bring your creativity out. A tension that will bring your capacity for innovation out. A tension, a beautiful tension uh, that, will, that will put you on the cutting edge. In this place, God told Isaac to stay in Gerah but it did not preclude him from that beautiful tension of contention and sometimes envy that brings the best out of you. Just make sure that you respond uh, like a child of God to envy and contention. What did Isaac do? The moment they started envying him, the Bible says the Philistines, verse 15, stopped, uh, uh, they, they stopped, stopped up the wells which his father servant dog they dug in the days of Abraham, his father, and they filled uh, these wells with, with, with hurt, with sand, just, just stopping what he was doing. And uh, Abimelech himself says to him, go away from us because you are mightier than us. This was somebody that they allowed in, but because he was walking in obedience to God, the grace of God rested upon him mightily. May the hand of God come upon you this season. May people who, used to, uh, uh, who you used to look to for help now become the people who may have to get some favor from you because the hand of God has come upon your life like it did in the days of Isaac. That's the, my prayer for somebody here today, that something new will start in your life this season that will make people know that surely God has helped you. You know, there's nothing as beautiful as other people knowing that this can only be the help of God. God is in this person's life. That shall be your testimony from now in the precious name of Jesus. But what Isaac did was he would depart from a particular place, go to another place. No quarreling. When they quarreled, he just moved on. See, a man of grace, a man that is working in favor, does not waste his time quarreling. Yeah. 
The time you are wasting to quarrel is changing the manifestation of favor. Give favor expression by being at peace with all men this year. Let the favor of God over your life continue to work. That's what Isaac did until he got to Rehoboth. When he got to Rehoboth, he said, Now the Lord has made room for us and we shall be fruitful in the land. Somebody listen to me today. You are pressing from not enough to more than enough. You are pressing into abundance this season. When men say there's a casting down, you will be able to say that there's a lifting up. I said you will be able to say that there's a lifting up in the name of the Lord Jesus. As I start to tie this all up, I need somebody today to understand that in spite all these scriptural promises, somebody may be asking the question, PG, I've done this before. Uh, I've been listening to God. I've been hearing God out. I've been staying where God wants me to stay. Uh, I've, I've worked against all the temptations, you know, and all that. But why is it that many people still don't walk in the fullness of what God has in mind for them, even in a season like this? I'd love to uh, take us further in the Word of God as we examine how Jesus managed in his own season of not enough. You know, we've been talking about Isaac, how Jesus managed in his own season of not enough. And I'm talking about the time that Jesus was led into the wilderness to fast the same way we're doing right now this season. When you have been deprived for a while, some people lived in not enough last year. You lost a job, something happened. Now you are in recovery. But you have to press from recovery into abundance. Even in this year, even in the midst of the shaking, because God is the one that says, I want to bring my glory, my greater glory over your life. Now, uh, the devil came into Jesus' life at a point. Um, I know that sounded somehow that just, the devil came into Jesus' life. Yeah. And had this conversation with him, trying to leverage the fact that he was famished. Trying to leverage the fact that he had needs. And I know that people listening to me today, you have needs, important needs. If you want to engage the help of God to press into abundance this season, please have the right perspective and the right motive about how you meet your needs. That's where many people get it wrong. That's where many people get it wrong. When we start to have the wrong perspective, the wrong motive, the wrong motivation, uh, we, we get it wrong. God wants all things to work together for your good this year. But it's not going to happen anyhow. God wants you to have greater grace, greater influence, greater affluence. But it's not going to happen anyhow. You need to work with God. Let's look at the temptations of Jesus, for instance. The first temptation of Jesus... Luke chapter 4, when you read from verse 1, and it says, Then Jesus, being filled with the Holy Spirit, returned from the, from, from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. And being tempted for 40 days by the devil, and in those days he hid nothing. And afterwards, when he had ended, he was hungry. He was hungry meant that he needed food. He had a need for food. Yeah. The Son of God had a need for food. The Son of God who became the Son of Man had a need for food. <laughs> I don't know what you have a need for this season. It's time to press into abundance, but you must do it God's way. 
Somebody today, listen to me. You have a need for a spouse in 2021. You have a need for a child in 2021. You have a need for a new business. You have a need for your debt to be wiped out. You have a need for, you know, affluence to come into your life, for you to become a, a man of affluence, a man of means. I need you to understand this. That the devil has no new tricks. The same thing he did trying to take Isaac away from where the favor and the blessing of God could reach him is still the same thing that he tried to do in the life of Jesus. So, verse, uh, uh, verse uh, 3 there, the Bible says, And the devil said to him, If you are the son of God, command this stone to become bread. That's the first temptation of Jesus. I'm only going to deal with the first two temptations. We're going to draw some analogies from there. Uh, the first temptation, if you are the son of God, turn this stone to bread. The temptation is to focus on just yourself and your needs alone. That was the temptation that the devil brought to Jesus. As you, uh, in your quest to press into abundance, can I beg you today, don't focus on your needs alone. Don't focus on your needs alone. Focus on the word of God or the will of God. Jesus uh, reminded uh, Satan, uh, when Satan said, if you are the son of God, turn this stone, command this stone to become bread. The issue wasn't whether Jesus had the power to command stone to become bread. The main issue was, is this the will of God for this time? Is this the will of God for this time? When you over-focus on your own needs, your needs will take precedence over the will of God. Can I say that one more time? When you over-focus on your own needs, your need will take precedence over what the word of God says. That's why many people cut corners. They use their power anyhow. They use their influence anyhow. Because they're more focused on their need. Yeah. Uh, Jesus answered the devil and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Every word, that, uh, every word of God. Jesus had the capacity there or demonstrated the capacity to delay, the ability to delay gratification, not to focus on his own need. Are you desperate for God or are you desperate for a solution? Jesus said, I'm desperate for God, not for bread. Many people, uh, if the only reason why you go to church or why you pray this season is only for your needs to be met and you haven't said, look, what's the will of God for this season? What does God want me to do this season? This is a season where God wants you to, uh, you know, according to Matthew uh, 6 and 33, uh, seek the kingdom of God, uh, uh, you know, and his righteousness and all these other things shall be added to you. So seeking the kingdom of God is the pathway to sustainable and sorrow-free wealth. Can I say that one more time? Seeking the kingdom of God is the pathway to sustainable and sorrow-free wealth. It is the blessing of the Lord that makes rich and had no sorrow to it. Say amen, somebody. And you need to walk the path that Jesus walked in. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Yeah. This is a season where some people will have what you call opportunities, quote and unquote. And not every opportunity is your opportunity. And you have to be discerning enough that opportunities that are not sustainable, they will lead you out of fellowship with God. They will lead you out of the, you know, uh, uh, your divine connection with God. And Jesus was able to discern that 
And that's why I'm asking the question today, are you desperate for God or desperate for a solution? Many people are too focused on the respite they're looking for, the palliative they're looking for, the solution they're looking for. They seek uh, 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 the gift and not the giver. This is the time to seek the giver and not just the gift. When you seek the giver and not just the gift, you are on a sustainable pathway uh, to fulfilling destiny and pressing into abundance. When that did not work for Jesus, the devil moved to the next temptation. The temptation to worship the devil for money. I know that, that sounds very harsh, especially if you're a Christian, listen to me. You say, uh, PG, I can't worship the devil for money. The devil told Jesus, uh, 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 it, it says, if you are, uh, uh, the Bible said, then the devil talking, uh, taking him up on a high mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of this world in a moment of time. And the devil said to him, all these authority I will give to you, or better put, all this influence I will give to you and their glory. And glory, like I said, means wealth. And all their wealth. I'll give you all this influence and all the affluence that comes with it. He said, for this has been delivered to me and I give it to whomever I wish. Now, look at the response of Jesus. The Bible says, therefore, it says, if you will worship me, verse 7, if you worship before me, all this will be yours. What is your price? That's what the devil was asking Jesus. What is your price if you will worship me? This, are, this, is, this is a blank check. This is what I'm giving you. I'm going to give you all this. Look at it. All this influence, all this affluence. Many people have walked out of God's way for their lives in a bit to press into abundance, getting into associations, getting into doing things that a believer should not do for money. Yeah. Here in my own nation, many young people have gone into internet scam and all kinds of things just to make ends meet or to live, you know, the glamorous life, the blink-blink life, the Instagram lifestyle. Many people, uh, the things they attribute to God on social media are not blessings from God. Yeah, they are blessings from uh, they are the things that the devil gave to them because they walked the path of this world. They took the path of the devil. Can I say this? When the devil told Jesus, I'm going to give you all these things if you worship me, Jesus did not argue the devil's capacity to give him money or give him influence or give him affluence. All he was focused on was, thou shalt worship the Lord your God and him only. You will serve. He said, get, it, get behind me, Satan, for it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God, and him only you shall serve. The question wasn't whether the devil had all those things truly. Jesus knew that the devil could give him money. When Adam sold out in the Garden of Eden, the devil became the prince of this world. And by that, this, this earthly realm became his asset. Ladies and gentlemen, what am I saying? The devil can make someone rich. Many people argue that why should I serve God? Why should I give to God? Why should I give to the gospel to be rich? You don't have to. The only thing is that serving God, worshipping God, and not worshipping mammon is the only pathway to God blessing you the sustainable blessing of God 
such that your wealth can be traceable to God and to the, to, to the influence of his kingdom on your life. You can be rich by following the devil's pathway, the principles of this world, uh, the, the, you know, the, the, the dog-eat-dog principles, you know, cut somebody down, do this, you know, get into all kinds of funny stuff to be rich. You can do that. You can sell your body to be rich. In this part of the world where I live in, you can do rituals to be, and I think it's in every part of the world, people do all kinds of funny stuff to be rich. The spirit of capitalism can eat you up to the point that you're not concerned about how our planet will be sustainable. You're not concerned about uh, 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 whether people have been hurt by what you do and all that. You just want to be rich. But there's another way to be rich. And you are rich in your righteousness. You keep your right standing with God. You worship him only. Only him you serve. And yet the hand of God comes upon your life. Jesus said in Matthew 6 and 24. Uh, Matthew 6 and 24. says, no one can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one. And love the other. Or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. We live in a time and an age where Christians are now serving mammon. And somebody may say, but pastor, I don't have any graven image in my home. I don't have anything that I'm bowing down to. When you succumb to pressure to cut corners, to lie, to falsify figures, to sleep with somebody, to curry favor, to flirt around. You are bowing to mammon. When your motive is only money. See, the same Jesus who did not turn stone to bread, when, it was, when other people needed bread, he multiplied bread for them because it wasn't going to be about him. It wasn't going to be about him. When he needed a donkey to ride into Jerusalem, he told the disciples, go to the place where two ways meet and you'll find a donkey tied down. Tell the owner that the Lord has a need of it. God operated with Jesus with on time supply. Everything that he needed was supplied. But he didn't have to worship the devil. He didn't have to pander to the whims and caprices of, uh, you know, uh, uh, of the powers that be in this world before he would live in abundance. So I'm saying some, to somebody today, this is the time for you to say, I will only worship Jesus. I will not stand before God and then bow before man. I will not pray to God in church and yet still be looking for us to curry favor with men to the point that I will do things that will break the heart of God just because I need money. It's time to press into abundance, but we will do it in a covenant manner. We will do it according to the word of God. We will follow through like Isaac did, being at the right place, at the right time, with the right people, sowing the right kind of seeds, seeds of, you know, uh, of skill, of giftings, skill of, uh, I mean, uh, gift of time, gift of favor, uh, gift of money, and just being a blessing both to God and to humanity. 
And before you know it, you are pressing into abundance. You are pressing into increase. That would be your portion in 2021. Any attempt of the devil to hold you back in lack, I stand against it today. And I decree for everyone that the influence of my voice, whatever broke your heart last year, will not be able to break your heart this year. Whatever stopped you from walking in the fullness of God's will last year, will not be able to uh, stop you this year. When men say there's a casting down, you will say there's a lifting up. You are pressing into abundance in the name of the Lord Jesus. Lift your two hands with me today. Lift your two hands with me today. I want us to worship God with this song. Uh, uh, the song by, by, by Freke, uh, one, uh, uh, a popular music minister here in Nigeria, uh, 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 which just seeks, you know, which speaks to the fact that God wants us to stay with Him and, and press into abundance with Him, with, own, with his, his own methodology, following His word. I want you to lift your two hands with me today as we sing this song together. We cannot bow before you. I bow before man, no way, no way. We cannot call on your name and end up in shame, no way. Hallelujah. Oh, yes, Praise God.
Hallelujah. Praise. Praise the name of Jesus. Father, we bless your name. We bless your name. We bless your name. Lord, we bless your name. The song says, how can we stand before God and then bow before man? I wanted to make a commitment today, everyone under the influence of this service. I will not worship mammon. I will serve God with my life and only him I will worship. I will worship him with my time, with my substance, with everything that he has put in my life. And when it's time to sow my seed, I sow in good grounds. The seed of time, the seed of effort, and the seed of money. When it's time to sow even into the kingdom of God, I sow in good ground. I want everybody under the influence of my voice to know that it's a lie of the devil that has been promoted out there. You don't have to give to God. You don't have to be a blessing. You don't have to, you know, promote the gospel uh, to, to, to be rich. That is true. But for a Christian, that is not your way. You are in the kingdom. The people outside of the kingdom can get rich whichever way uh, they want. But money must not take you out of the hands of God. We live in complete and absolute dependency and trust in God. And so when I, uh, when I bless God with that which he has given me, all I'm saying is I'm depending on you totally and absolutely. I'm depending on you totally and absolutely. Wave your two hands to him today and just say, Father, I depend on you totally. I depend on you absolutely. I will not worship mammon. I, I depend on you totally and absolutely. And so, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for everyone who had the influence of this service today. I decree that the hold of limitations are broken in the name of Jesus. I decree today that your hand comes upon everyone under the influence of this service, opening up our minds and our emotions uh, uh, to be able to see that which you want to use in our lives this season in the name of Jesus. Like the, the widow in 2 Kings chapter 4 opened the eyes of someone to be able to see that jar of oil in their home. That jar of oil, that, that little thing that they may have been uh, uh, you know, looking away from that you want to use this season. That they may be able to lay it on the ground. That they may be able to pursue that passion. Pursue that gift. Pursue that opportunity. Every opportunity that you are bringing this season, we declare in the name of Jesus that such opportunities will not elude your people. Order the steps of everyone who had the influence of my voice today to be at the right place, at the right time, starting from this month of January. Pressing into abundance. Pressing into increase. In the name of the Lord Jesus. So I pray for you as you go into a new week. May the favor of God go with you. May the hand of God go with you. In the name of Jesus. May your steps be ordered. May you eavesdrop on the right conversation. May you read the right materials this week. May you recognize opportunities this week. In the name of Jesus. May favor work for you this week. May the heavens open over your life. In the precious name of the Lord Jesus. Can I hear a better amen somebody? Glory be to Jesus. Elevation Priest of Praise. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Praise God. Praise God. As we start to round off in the service, I'd love to pray for anyone today who may be saying, PG, I'm far away from God. I need to make a decision 
that will lead to a better relationship with God. Maybe you said a prayer before, but you backslid into sin. This is a time for you to reconsider your ways with God. Somebody whose heart may be riddled with condemnation and guilt at this time. I'd love to pray for you. That the hand of God will come upon your life and forgive your sins. That God will draw you closer. Somebody may even be saying, I've said the prayer before, but I backslid into sin. This is the time for you to rededicate your life to Jesus. And maybe you've never said a prayer before to ask Jesus into your heart. Why don't you say that prayer with me today? Because God is going to come into your life in a new dimension. Whatever platform you are joining this service today, can I ask if your hands are not busy, that you put your right hand on your heart as we say this prayer together. I wanted to say after me, everyone, uh, everyone who feels a need to come back to God this season so that God can lead you through as you go into this 2021. So that all the turbulence of 2021 uh, will not by enemies hurt you in the name of Jesus. I want to say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I acknowledge that I'm a sinner. I need a savior. So I ask that you forgive me my sins, that you cleanse me from every unrighteousness. I receive you today as my Lord and my personal savior. Be my Lord, be my King. Be the Alpha and the Omega in my life. Thank you, Father, for accepting me just the way I am. I declare that I'm now born again. I'm a child of God. I will serve God and only Him I will worship the remaining days of my life in the precious name of Jesus. Say a big amen, somebody. I want to say congratulations to everyone who just said that prayer with me. I believe that God who began a good work in you, it will perfect it in the name of Jesus. Can I crave your indulgence to go into the chat room? If you're watching this on TV, we have some numbers and email on the screen. I want you to uh, let us know that you just made a decision. If you're any of our platforms and you can chat with us, please just type it out. I just rededicated my life to Christ or I just gave my life to Christ. Whatever one is applicable to you. If you're watching on TV, please send us a WhatsApp message. Send us an email. Uh, we, we love to connect with people who make decisions in our services and the reason is because we want to be able to be a vital part of your life urging you on and sending you the right materials that will help you to grow if you want us to be able to play that part in your life i want you to go ahead and notify us right now let us know and we're going to send you a link uh, with which we can connect with you and send you some more information that will help you to grow We'd love for you to be a part of our faith development online classes that will strengthen your heart so that this 2021, you will leave it at peace with God. There will be no more guilt, no more condemnation. We will help you to understand the word of God and walk in the ways of God. And God will bless you as you do so in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. So please don't forget, send us information. Send, send, send it in, in the chat room. Send us WhatsApp and email and we'll be able to connect with you. Also, quickly, for anyone who may be joining us for the first time on, uh, on any of our platforms, it's your first time, or it's the first time you're watching us on TV, we want, to, uh, uh, we want to, to connect with you. We want to welcome you very, very specially today, but much more than that, we want this not to just be a one-time transaction with you. We want to develop a relationship with you as a church. If you don't have a local church uh, where you worship, we want to invite you to continue to join us online. And if you are in the city of Lagos or in the greater Toronto area in the, in the city of Canada, I mean, in, in, in the, uh, around the, 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 the Toronto area in the country of Canada, uh, in Ontario, I want you to also look out for our physical gatherings. Uh, we have uh, 
uh, five locations here in the city of Lagos and one location in the GTA in Mississauga, Ontario, to be precise, where you can be a part of what God is doing in the midst of us. So please, uh, uh, if, you're, if you're not in any of these cities, then you can join us, you can continue to join us online. And we welcome you to come again and again and again. And God will bless you as you come in Jesus' name. We also have our small groups online that you can be a part of. Uh, and the gateway into all this is just for you to send us a chat right now saying, it's my first time. If you don't mind, can you send us a chat and say, it's my first time. It's my first time. It's my first time. And we'll be able to connect with you. And the moment this service is over, we have a Zoom platform uh, where we welcome our guests and uh, you can also choose to join us on that Zoom platform the moment this, uh, this service is over. Uh, uh, that will be displayed on the screen, and you can use that link. Uh, if you have the Zoom app, you can join us. If not, you can download the app and also join us for the, the, uh, the get-together the moment this service is over. Thank you, and God bless you for joining our service today. Uh, it's time for us to give to God, and uh, it's always a pleasure to give at the Elevation Church every time we gather together. Uh, I want you to uh, make up your mind right now what you want to give to God, whether it's a tithe, an offering, uh, whatever kind of seed that God has put in your heart to sow to God's kingdom today through the ministry of the Elevation Church. I want you to uh, look at your screen right now. You'll see the different ways by which you can give. If you're joining us from Nigeria, uh, the, the local giving platforms are there with the three banks that have been displayed on the screen. If you're international and uh, not local to Nigeria, we want you to use uh, the, the, the web pay platform on our website, which is a secure platform with which you can use any of your cards to give or just do a wire transfer through the GT Bank uh, wire transfer details that you have there for international giving. Thank you for supporting ministry at the Elevation Church. We believe that your giving is your worship. And God has accepted your worship as you give. And as money leaves your account, your, you know, today uh, to the kingdom of God, through the ministry of the Elevation Church, we pray that the heavens open over your life uh, for divine assistance, for divine help. As you partner with us from different parts of the world, supporting ministry work at the Elevation Church, as we touch lives from all around the world, I, uh, uh, I pray for you today. The Bible says uh, that if the heart remains, seed time and harvest shall not cease. Uh, as you sow your seed today, we pray and we declare over your life that your harvest time will come with speed and God will be glorified in your life in the precious name of the Lord Jesus. May the favor of God rest upon you as you go into this week and may the hand of God deliver your portion to you this season in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father, in Jesus' precious name. And somebody say a believing amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. All right? Uh, before we bring the service uh, to a close, I'd love to uh, re-emphasize some announcements. One is that uh, 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 the, the prayer and fasting will continue tomorrow. It runs from, uh, uh, from it, 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 we've started from the fourth, Monday the 4th of January, and we have two more weeks to go. We're going to end on Sunday the 24th. It's going to be a communion service, and it's going to be a powerful, powerful time as we round off the, 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 the prayer fasting this year. I want you to understand that we are not uh, fasting as a religion or tradition. We're seeking the face of God, connecting with Him, uh, refreshing our relationship with Him, renewing our strength. The Bible says, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. So it's time for us to renew our strength. Jesus said, pray that you enter not into temptation uh, for every uh, 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 
every snare that the enemy may want to bring upon our path this year. As we seek the Lord this season, we believe that the snare is broken and we have escaped. And every measure of strength that we need to pull through the challenges ahead in this year. As we wait upon him this season, we believe that God is multiplying strength to us. Now, this is a wet fast. By that I mean you can drink water all through the day. Uh, you skip the first two meals of the day. And at sundown from 5 p.m., you can break your fast. And uh, please make sure uh, that you stay in the attitude of worship and prayer. Uh, during your break time at work, you take 15 minutes off and just, just meditate on the Word of God. Make sure that you keep the Word of God in your heart all through this season. Studying and meditating on the Word of God. God will speak to you clearly about some of the most important areas of your life. This 2021, you will not lack divine direction in the precious name of Jesus. So I want to encourage you to hang in there and join us uh, as we pray together. Uh, every morning from 6 to 7 a.m. Uh, GMT plus 1 and also in the evening 7 p.m. GMT plus 1. Uh, that, that, those will be the times that we'll be praying together uh, uh, and you can join us on Zoom on our YouTube uh, platform also which is uh, Elevation NG on YouTube and on our MixLR platform uh, the same Andu. You can join us and be a part of those prayer times. You can join once or twice a day uh, as time will permit you. Praise God. I said praise God. Uh, also, you can check on our website, elevationenergy.org forward slash fasting to get some materials about, you know, uh, uh, to download the, 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 the prayer guide for each day so you can follow us on your own. Uh, perhaps you don't even have the time to join the prayer gatherings. If you have the prayer guide, you can follow the prayers on your own. And if you have testimonies, uh, we want to encourage you to send your testimonies to testimonies at elevationng.org. We love to read your testimonies and use it uh, to encourage other people and celebrate God with you. Uh, and God will give you powerful testimonies this season in Jesus' precious name. Lastly today, uh, our annual Vantage Forum, which is Business and Economic Outlook event, uh, which we hold annually, uh, which is an empowerment event uh, to uh, people in management, you know, in their careers, uh, people who want to push ahead in their careers by gaining requisite knowledge that will help that, and people who are in business who want to understand the economic outlook uh, globally and locally for this year. It, it, the Vantage Forum this year promises to be really very powerful. It will hold on Saturday, the 30th of January, from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. The details of the event you can find on uh, our website, elevationenergy.org forward slash Vantage Forum. This event is free, but you are required to register to be able to be a part of it so that information on how to join, the platform on which to join will be sent to you. So please go ahead, register for Vantage Forum 2021. It promises to be an enlightening and very empowering event. Uh, business outlook and economic outlook, that's what it's gonna be about and you shouldn't miss it for anything. Uh, you should get as much information as you need uh, to be able to live in victory and triumph in 2021. Uh, I wanted to stay tuned for uh, one or two more announcements and uh, we're, we're going to bring the service to a close. God bless you. Have a great and fantastic week and I'm looking forward to reading your testimonies. Bye for now. We believe you had a great time at service today. We would really like to encourage you to subscribe and follow us on our social media channels at Elevation NG 
so that you can get alerts and updates about our events. We're eagerly waiting for your testimony about how God has fortified you this season. Kindly share it with us by sending an email to testimonies at elevationng.org. We would like to encourage you, no matter where you are, to join our ongoing fasting and praying exercise tagged 45. You can also join our online prayers from Monday to Saturday at 6 a.m. and 7 p.m. West African time on Zoom, YouTube, and MixLR. Also, the 45 prayer points and prayer guidelines are available for download on elevationng.org forward slash fasting. Membership classes for this month will hold on Saturdays the 16th and 30th of January at 8 a.m. online. To become a registered member of the Elevation Church, you can attend any of these classes. Please register via the link now being displayed. For inquiries, please send an email to info at elevationng.org. Be part of our business and economic outlook event called Vantage Forum, scheduled to hold on Saturday the 30th of January from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. West African time. It is strictly a virtual event and it's free to attend. This event is for business owners and for C-suit executives. So we encourage you to register on time to attend via elevationng.org forward slash Vantage Forum. If you would like to be a part of our online community, simply visit onlinechurch.elevationng.org to engage with people, get counsel, pray, and make friends. That's not all. You can also join a small group by sending an email to smallgroups@elevationng.org. It's a great year to get guidance, especially with your goals and dreams. Our counseling team is ready to help you with that, and you can contact them through any of the numbers now showing or send an email to counseling at elevationng.org. We are available if you need to reach us at any time during the week. Just send us a mail to info at elevationng.org or call us on 0700 Elevate. That is 0700-353-8283. There's greater in store for you, so get set to receive it. Have a wonderful week.